um, so we ended the interview and Q says, I thought we were going to get juicier. So I said, well, we can go for a round two and we can get these juicy details if you like. Now in speaking, so let's go a little bit deeper. Okay. About trauma and in women, because many women don't necessarily understand the root of their trauma and don't really understand the, I, I guess, you know, the valley and the experience and how it leads to other things. What do you want to say? What do you want to say in response to that? Well, I think what I wanted to point out is that I think that in, in this, I, I, we were talking about how like this dating culture online mm, that we're watching, mm-hmm. like these podcasts that argue positions and, mm. you know, you hear so much banter about who should be, what gender should mm. do, et cetera. <laughs> One of the things that I think is an overwhelming um, notion is that we have, because of society, we have kind of packaged the man to be problematic and the woman to be a little bit more like delicate and, you know, Mm. all of those things. And I think that there are not enough conversations around female trauma. I think Mm. that this generation of women are walking around with way more trauma than they realize. Um, This whole notion of a masculine woman, I am very, I I can be both masculine and feminine. We all can in in both Mm -hmm. genders. But I think that a large part of that is a trauma response. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times when we look at women who decided to land in their masculinity and stay there and they're like, you know, I don't need a person. Or even if they do need a person, they're kind of listing off their accolades instead of oh, for how sure. to compliment and coexist. We don't recognize if we peel that back. It's because someone let us down. And mm-hmm. we're afraid to put someone else in that position. Right. And I mm-hmm. think that that's the conversation that I would like to see more people be open to. Sisters, we are great. We have arrived in a state where we are able to make big bank. We are able to do mm-hmm. all of the things, you know, we can take our kids around the country instead of showing them a geography book. We can take them around the world instead mm-hmm. of showing it to them on TV. But we we have to ask ourselves when it comes down to being vessels, right? Like how... How can we get back to a space where we can complement one another and build foundationally with someone? Mm-hmm. And I think that that comes again, like a, I repressed my trauma through achievement. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm seeing that happen. I did it in high school. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of sobering out now, but I feel like for those who have gotten into strides in their career and I, I love my sisters and I love my brothers. My brothers are tripping. I don't know what they're talking about on their podcast, to be very frank. But I do know that for my sisters, <laughs> for my ladies, I think that it's very important for us to not allow our resume to dictate the quality of our heart, the condition Ooh. of our heart, our ability to be good parents. I have mm-hmm. found more in my work with CBD how many traumatized, toxic moms out there. Mm. Let's talk about talk moms about and CBD. Fathers, but let's talk about toxic mothers. Let's Honey, talk about moms and CBD. Let's, let's talk about talk moms and CBD, moms and wine. Wine moms. Moms and weed. Yes. <laughs> we can have a whole support group. The family um, wouldn't blend it without the plant. I just want yes. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what I started to realize um I would say several years ago, but the pandemic really shined a light on it um, was how much women were leaning to alcohol 
um, as a way to just manage and get through and de-stress um, and deal with yeah. whatever emotion was coming up for them. Um, and I think we definitely, because as you know, with the pandemic, only certain businesses were essential and thankfully dispensaries were one of them right. and, 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 um, beverage stores, alcohol stores, ABC stores, you know, th those were one of them. Those were one of those businesses that were deemed essential. And, you know, that was, that was also a light bulb moment because when, sh once we figured out the government said dispensaries were essential it businesses, the game. It changed the game. It definitely changed the game. But we found that more women are relying on weed, CBD, wine in order to de decompress, to de-stress, to uh, manage emotions and feelings. Um, and so many more aren't taking care of the issue that's causing the stress, the depression, the anxiety, the, the overwhelm. Why is that, do you think? Well, I think that there's a dependency. I know for me, I personally chose cannabis as my way to de-stress um, mm -hmm. because I always wanted to present neutrality and I always wanted to present a sense of calm because I was dealing with someone else's child. And mm -hmm. when you're dealing with someone else's child, you, you, you work very hard to handle that with care mm -hmm. um, or handle that person with care. And it's easy to get offended, you know, in the exchange of parenting and, and creating family, et cetera. And from those offenses, especially when there's a blend, it could just an offense could become a big thing. Yes. And so I, I used I consistently consumed because I wanted an opportunity to understand my thoughts. Um, I didn't use it as an escape. I used it as a place to process Ooh, and it gave yeah. me a chance to contribute, you know, uh, to both my bonus son's life and even my husband as it, in his journey of raising his son. My, when I met my bonus son, he was, he was 15. So in a mm. lot of ways, he was already an adult emotionally, yeah. you know, mentally, physically. And so I didn't come in or nor did we develop a mom son relationship because he'd already developed his trust in other areas. But I wanted to make sure that I could tr contribute it to his positive outcome in life. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a thing. What we are finding is a lot of moms who are cannabis moms are coming out of the closet. Again, it helps <laughs> with, you know, creating patience in the mm -hmm. environment. It yes. helps with stabilizing, you know, antidepressant is, is anti-anxiety, whereas alcohol is really just a soother. Yes. The medicinal nature of the plant contributes to not just soothing, but alleviating some concerns. Absolutely. And I think that the reason why this is an important conversation is because just not too long ago, if your kid went to school and said that, you can actually, you know, the government could be called, the state could be called, and you can have, yeah. you can be separated from your child. We want to begin to have more conversations around cannabis and motherhood because it's not just recreational. And so if she mm -hmm. likes lavender tea, then she might like cannabis tincture. It's a, mm -hmm. it's an herb that has the therapeutic benefits that brings a value. And going back to even my original notion of, you know, as women, we can have these accolades and achievements, but what's the true quality of our hearts? It's because we have mm -hmm. to stand still long enough to deal with us. Yes. But if we're constantly in go mode 
and we're constantly like chasing something and escaping something, then that lack of presence doesn't allow us a space to heal. And I think that for those of us who choose cannabis, we tend to choose stillness. We we tend to choose a space where we're able to exist and be and not escape. That's Um, what we're searching for. That's what we want. That's what we want. And it's, it's without the realization that in order to have that on an ongoing basis, absolutely. You know, I can, I can carry around my, uh, (laughs) my yummies with me, right? I can carry around my gummies. I can carry around my tincture. I can carry around these things, but at some point I have to deal with the thing. I have to deal with the thing. I have to find a way to deal with the thing. I can't continue to overload myself and accepting a whole bunch of projects when I'm already overwhelmed with the 15 that I have. I can't ignore the financial issues that are piling up for me and think that, you know, dropping some tincture and, and, or whatever, I need to talk to somebody. I can't avoid the conflict that I'm having in my relationship. Yeah. anymore, even though yeah. I'm able to check out with a little, with a little bit of weed, I'm able to check out the problem's still there when the weed wears off. Right. And so for me, it's definitely, it's something that helps us for me to me, right. It's something that helps us kind of streamline priority helps us to focus. It, does. it helps. It can definitely bring about a sense of clarity, right. To identify. Okay. <sighs> I can breathe now. I can figure out what it is I need to do, how to attack it. What it, so much of um, that adaptogen, na- adaptogenic nature of CBD is about equalizing and in um, leveling, mm-hmm. balancing, balancing. And I think that a lot of people don't recognize that that's what they're looking for, but that's absolutely what they're getting. Um, yeah, that's what they're getting, and I love yeah. that. I love that. I love absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, CBD and sex. Listen, CBD okay, and sex talk. is a whole experience. It is. It is a whole we're, experience. We're waiting for Kinky Greens. You know, I'm not going to talk about what she has. In I developed. know. I but know. Trust me. I've already told the lab. I just need to do the <laughs> test dummy. But for me, because yes. of going back to the trauma. Yeah. Again, I spent a number of years celibate. So, you know, I kind of. I've I've rediscovered sex and marriage, which I'm Mm -hmm. grateful for. But I also discovered where my trauma contributed to my ability to be fully free. And so CBD, um, which the products that I've used have been like suppositories and things of that Mm -hmm. nature. um, It has helped me to relax and be present Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and be able to receive without phobia. You know, I remember one time, you know, my response, it almost was like, have you ever been beaten before? And I've never Mm -hmm. been physically abused, but I have this image of someone holding a gun to my head that can constant, that can really, you know, and pop up for you. It pops up for me. And so I, that's one of the things that I absolutely love about CBD is that, you know, it's so universal. We can talk about it for blood pressure. We can talk about it for intimacy challenges um, for both men and women, because there are so many men due to health challenges. Again, not to 
evade responsibility for getting to the root of things and fixing it, but certainly to give you a space to kind of like understand that it exists. And even with erectile dysfunction, et cetera, we've heard so many responses Mm -hmm. from men about how they've been able to like enjoy it more because of it. And those are the parts of the plants that we have to talk about. Not all of us are interested in getting high. As a matter right. of fact, CBD that's hemp derived has no psychoactive qualities. Right. But what we are interested in is a chance to like, you know, especially people of color. I feel mm-hmm. like we've been running since they released us from slavery. We've been trying to Child. catch up. We've been trying to catch up educationally. We've been trying to catch yes. up economically. And many of us, you know, it's in our genetics to just be on the go jittery on edge we do not know how to rest we don't know how to rest and it it doesn't feel familiar it doesn't feel it feel you almost feel guilty and like you said it helps with the decompression it helps with gaining clarity and then it helps with giving you the permission and the grace you need in order to rest and reset um we've heard so many of our clients say that they've never experienced sleep the way that they've experienced amen amen And it's so powerful because that's when our bodies have a chance to really heal and rejuvenate from a day. So all of these conversations, this is the reason why I'm excited to bring it to the forefront and make it less taboo. We should talk about moms and their love for cannabis. We should talk about truckers in the logistics industry. You know, the, the the Federal Motor Carrier Association being federally regulated they do test for cannabinoids. And so you could lose your entire career if you test positive. But yet these truckers stop at truck stops where there's nothing but horrible food. They're in these machines and equipment where their bodies are breaking down consistently. Mm-hmm. They're driving for 10, 12 mm-hmm. hours a day in some instances, nonstop. And so it's like, where is the where is the balance? We've seen the NCAA loosen their requirements. We've seen the NFL, NBA, NHL loosen their requirements. Why aren't other industries recognizing the medicinal qualities of the plant and giving people this plant medicinal option? So I am excited. It's still that fear. It's that same fear, you know, that that was instilled in us long ago. And fear, um, the thing to combat, combat that fear is education. Yeah. Is education. And we have to be, um, we really have to advocate for ourselves to get that information and really scrape and find it. But the, the information is there. We yeah. need to study it and we need to make these decisions for ourselves. And um, I really do applaud you for uh, uh, bringing about the CBD uh, Preneur Academy because that absolutely helps. I want to know, I want to know what is your favorite way to consume? CBD. I'm a smoker. I'm a smoker to the core. It's the fastest absorption uh, process. Um, Mm -hmm. I also like to feel myself go up and down because I don't only consume CBD. So I will, you know, Mm -hmm. so I like to feel that experience. Um, And I also enjoy, I do enjoy the gummies. I mean, of course, but for me, I enjoy feeling it. And I even enjoy Mm -hmm. vaping, not, excuse me, not vaping the pen. But mm-hmm. the actual steaming process, I don't know yeah. if you of your clients have ever tried it, but when you put any sort of hemp or cannabis flower in a yoni steam for women mm-hmm. in the intimate area, mm-hmm. oh, it's a whole lituation. 
It's a whole something to think about. It's a whole situation. Something I've had clients about. tell me how they had to. They were jumping on their spouses afterwards. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said you're going downstairs and get a snack, but before you leave this bedroom, like, just go ahead and break yes. me off real quick because of the excitement. I think that those are my yeah. two favorite ways to consume: either smoking it or I do enjoy monthly like a steaming process because it's just awesome. Uh, let me tell you, the f- one time, I think this must have been the Christmas that we did all the candles. I um, I think you had talked to me about it or maybe you emailed me or called me or something like that, right? And I was so anxious. I'm usually not an anxious person. I'm a very calm, even killed person. Um, for whatever reason, I was so anxious after that phone call because you were like oh yeah we're gonna need 50 candles and at the time like i'm trying to produce enough to maintain for the side like i don't you know i want low overhead so i'm not trying to buy a bunch of materials and it's like 50 candles <laughs> and of course you can't say no so i was like and i and it might have been 25 i don't know if it was 25 or 50 whatever it was and i was like oh my gosh so i took um i want to say i might have taken two gummies and a whole dropper full of tincture not a whole dropper a whole dropper full like i just was not thinking and so the next um so i'm i'm sitting here you had already said something to me it was probably a call and then i needed to confirm or something with an email and so i wrote out an email to you that was probably all of six to nine sentences when I tell you it took me an hour and a half to write this email, and I'm telling you this because what I took was CBD. It was not THC. It, now, and it has low tolerance, guys. So, <laughs> so full spectrum CBD does have less than 0.3% of THC in it, but apparently, apparently. If you take enough of it, you're oh, going yeah. to feel something because I, I had taken way too much and I just wasn't thinking about it. I was just like, I got to feel this like immediately. So tincture under the tongue, whole dropper full. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Um, and when I, I was, I was spelling words phonetically. So if there was something that I was trying to say, like I would just write the word out, how it sounded as a, and so I was just like, Oh my God, I cannot send this email because I need to like, this does, I know this doesn't make sense. And it's also taken me an hour and a half to write six sentences. So here's, here's the funny thing about you that I know. First of all, you probably made these gummies and you made them for your family. So we know they were super dosed, right? Look at your face. I already know. There were 50 milligrams. (laughs) Gummy guys. So we believe in microdosing, but you know, the OG <laughs> over here just likes to give. But you see, a- I take fifty milligrams at night, right? But I was like, I need, I need this to work, and I don't know. Fifty but milligrams I need- of gummies and fifty milligrams of tincture, mm-hmm. and then how much? You did two gummies, you said. Yes. You did one hundred and fifty milligrams in one sitting. I mean, it just wasn't smart. <laughs> it was not smart. But to everyone watching, in the middle of the day. <laughs> First of all, don't do that. To everyone watching, <laughs> microdosing is a thing. So start with like 25 to 50 milligrams. The gummies that we offer, 10 milligrams each that Dr. Tiffany also yes. offers. But, you yes. know, when she makes them for her family, they just want that quick punch. 
Yeah. And she needs to yeah. know that she can't make the same. She can't eat out of that mm-hmm. bag. You got to eat out mm-hmm. of the bag. Or just, you know, take a half a bite. Like I, sh- I was, I mean, I was operating on emotion at that point. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I got to figure this out. Cause I'm not, I'm not about to tell her no. Like I said, I said, this is something that I want to do. And the opportunity came to me and I have to step into that. I have to do what I need to do in order to meet, meet this challenge. And so, um, you know, we live to tell the story. I know better now. I know better now. And these are the same gummies that like my, my family asked for, um, people that are close to me asked for, because they understand like the power of sleep is a wonderful thing. It's underrated. Being able to sleep. It is so underrated. That is the number one thing. Yeah. Our ability to normalize not sleeping well shows a sign of dysfunction as a culture and society. Mm-hmm. I think that even getting back to what we were just originally talking about, about just different components of CBD, I think that one of the things that I appreciate about my cannabis journey is that the healing that it introduced me to, because I was able to stop, reset, assess. When I sat down with my therapist, it wasn't as if I was holding anything back. I would come bearing it all like, hey, <laughs> this is what came up to me while I was, you know, yeah. let's talk yeah. about this. I think that the goal of being an adult is to be, to have the spirit of a child. I mm. think that the healthiest of adults mm. can appreciate not disconnecting from their inner child, but bringing their inner child into every part of their life. I think that that's the essence of individuality. You know, when babies are born and when they're developed in their first seven to 10 years, we see who they are in that space. And I appreciate how my journey has allowed me to peel back the layers that life put on me and allow me mm-hmm. to forge forth with who I desire to, to show, who Quenisha has always mm-hmm. been um, and who th- this explore, the person who likes to explore, the person who likes challenges, et cetera, doing it with such fearlessness because I feel what I feel that I understand myself. I think that uh, there's a meme that says, like, if you don't smoke, I can't talk to you. But the truth is, <laughs> I do find that people who have not tapped into something like cannabis, it appears it feels sometimes that they're operating in an element of themselves that they've created and manufactured. Mm. And mm. it's when they get to take that experience, whether through tincture, gummy, smoking, where they're able to say, this is who I am. This is this yes. is what I like. This is, and it takes time. But I think that that's such a powerful place to get to, especially in yeah. a society where everyone's looking for who to be. It's yeah. so dope to be able to just be yourself. Be yourself. To just be. To just to be. just be. To relax in that, appreciate that, and then seeing the world through the through those eyes, right? When you are actually relaxed enough, you've given yourself permission to just be, to be able to look at the world from that lens. It's different. That is, that is different. Yeah. That's heaven. That's what we all strive for. One of those highly sensitive, empathic people. And I tell Mm -hmm. people all the time, you know, when I'm able to engage with certain energies, I immediately have to get back. I I tell my, my reset is light and love, light and love. Like if I come across a heavy energy, I'm like "Mm, light and love because they're not light. So I'm going to walk in love and I'm going to keep my lightness. I don't like trauma Mm -hmm. bonding or any of those things because it's so heavy. And I, and what I have found and what I tell people all the time, especially through insomnia, pain relief, I love how unheavy it can make you. 
Mm. If you allow the process to be a part of your therapeutic journey, it can really help you to release the load so that your effervescence can just shine through. So that's all I have to say about the plan. Amen. Amen. um, Amen. And amen. I see it as, and I, I I encourage people to think about it as a supplement Mm -hmm. to something, to other therapeutic interventions, whether that's um, medical or therapeutic in terms of psychotherapy, um, and I also just encourage people to be honest, so honest with your doctors about what Absolutely. it is you're taking. Absolutely. For the most part, our doctors aren't necessarily judging us. They just want to help us, right? They want to they want to understand what you're already doing so that they can make some recommendations on what we can do to make sure that that works for you. If you're not telling your doctor what you're using, if you're not telling your doctor what you're drinking or or the things that you are doing, they're giving you a solution that is, for lack of a better word, half-baked. Like they're giving you a solution that doesn't encompass your lifestyle and what you actually do. Yeah. Yeah, You're not helping yourself by not disclosing that information. Right. And another quick tip, if you're going in for any sort of surgery, anesthesia is a thing. It's not the time to hide that detail. It can be life or death. Highly consequential if you don't disclose that information. And then the, the third piece is that doctors aren't police officers. So... You know, hemp derives CBD and hemp is a form of cannabis. It's federally legal. It has many of the same components chemically as marijuana. If you feel more comfortable just sharing a different version of the plant, just be more specific and honest because as you mentioned, they are able, we've had uh, patients of like COPD patients whose breathing Mm -hmm. treatments have declined because of their tincture usage. And so they're able to, and even when I, you had, 15, 11 fibroids removed, 15 pounds worth of fibroids. Mm-hmm. I use tincture throughout the process prior to surgery. And I use tincture and pain balm for my surgery recovery. And it's on all of my medical paperwork, because how else do we push the industry forward? How else do we right. normalize it? Unless right. we go into our doctors and say, well, what are you taking at home? Well, I'm taking a little CBD and my multivitamin every day. <laughs> they need to know <laughs> yes. these different things. So they I'm do. glad you brought that up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Q, I want to thank you again. Information is so, so, so critical to all of us um, who want to learn more and who want to uh, be well. So I thank you so much. Um, And guys, if you're interested, please go to whfarms.co for more information on Q Nicole and on WH Farms and to get your CBD sample pack because it's amazing. amazing. Um, She has some amazing things, some amazing, amazing educational components and just an amazing company. So please check her out. This has been Intimate Details with Dr. Tiff. I'll see you later.